It's the Storm Chaser Podcast Show. What is up, fellow travelers? Welcome to another episode of the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show, Storm Chaserology. I'm Travis Cox. If you're new to the podcast, Storm Chaserology is where we take just a few minutes to define some improv lingo we've picked up on our seven-year journey as an improv team. Think of Storm Chaserology as if a dictionary met a poem and they fell in love and made cute, artistic, educational improv babies. Today, Anatasha talks about absorption and how, just like a good paper towel, improvisers should be quilted. What? Oh, that's... She doesn't talk about... No quilting at all? Okay. Uh, uh, I guess I'll just let Anatasha do it. Uh, before we do that, though, I just want to say a huge thank you to the podcast's very first sponsor, Kimberly Alou. If you've been listening to the show, you've no doubt heard us talk about her and the fact that she is willing to support this show right from the get-go should tell you everything you need to know about Kim. She's kind, generous, and she loves improv. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that those are qualities that make for an A-plus improv teacher. And right now, Kim is offering a fantastic collection of classes. You've got Fundamentals of a Form, where you can learn 12 improv forms throughout the course of the year. How to start a virtual indie improv team where you and your new classmates will spend six weeks developing a brand new form specifically tailored for this virtual world. An approach to dramatic improv, where things slow down and you find the power of silence in your scene work. Look. Taking an improv class is the perfect way to shake off that quarantine rust and expand your community to connect with other improvisers. Because let's face it, you've been talking to yourself a lot lately and it's getting weird. So no matter where you're at on your improv journey, Kimberly has a class for you. Check out her upcoming classes, including start dates and pricing at aluwho.com. That's aluwho.com or thepit-nyc.com. That's thepit-nyc.com. And now I give you my very good friend and super wise and super smart and super pretty and super talented improv guru, Anatasha Blakely, to talk to us all about absorption. You're listening to the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show. There is not one way to improvise. There is no magical philosophy or tool that's a one-size-fits-all. But I want to tell you about one practice that has been a perfectly snug fit for me. Absorption. The act of taking in or soaking up energy. Being engrossed, influenced, touched, affected. Letting your partner, your world, your own emotions into your heart space. Knock, knock, heart. Open up. Absorption. We all have walls. Ways we cover up or protect ourselves from harm. While these survival mechanisms are a part of our everyday life, they often hinder us on stage. And if we don't consciously make an effort to drop our walls during a show... Well, those everyday mechanisms stay firm in place, and they don't help us become better artists. Brene Brown says vulnerability is our greatest measure of courage. And since we're storm chasers, opening up that heart space in an act of courage and absorbing the moment fully is a large part of our intention. Live performance is an exchange of energy. 
not an exchange of words. If words were the thing, then every Shakespeare play you saw would be a huge, ginormous hit. And listen, I am a Shakespearean nerd, and I've seen some dull, dull duds. This isn't to say that words don't hold power or that they don't matter, but the moment they move from the page to the stage, the energy the words are writing changes everything. There are a lot of ways to manipulate energy. Absorption is just one of them. It's one way to cultivate, one way to surf that wave. It is the courageous act of letting it get to you, a radical acceptance that your physiology is being pushed and pulled and going, okay, I can go along with this ride and I'm not going to fight or run away. I'm going to be with it. It's being emotionally available. Absorption is deciding that what's happening on stage is very important and letting your partner break down your walls. Absorption takes improv from being riding on your feet to a full-blown theatrical experience. All of my favorite actors are insanely good at it. It's what gives me goosebumps during Liev Ullman's Miss Julie, even though I've read the play a dozen times. I still shivered when Jessica Chastain's bird gets murdered because of the moment of absorption, the way it seeps into her and then springs back out. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wow, Tasha, that's lovely and all in theory, but how does one get better at something that feels so unmeasurable? How does one practice the moment of absorption? If you've ever had a conversation with me that was longer than 30 minutes, I probably, A, talked about why Katy Perry is a GD delight, and B, suggested the book The Art of Learning by Josh Waitzkin. The Art of Learning is the best book I've ever read about improv that's not about improv. It's about getting better at any craft. There's a chapter on making smaller circles, which essentially is the idea that we have to be able to do something slowly before we can do it quickly and instinctively. So we creatively explore one basic principle over and over again, slowly, like Tai Chi. We refine it until it becomes nuanced and super ingrained in our play. There are two ways that I've practiced making smaller circles with absorption. First, from the inside out. Grab a scene partner and strip away everything. No words, no stage pictures, at least not just yet and stand about arm's length away from them, with your body square to them as neutral as possible. Make and maintain eye contact. Now, in theory, nothing much is going on here. It's just two people looking at each other. But I'm always surprised by the amount of feeling that this puts into my body. You usually only look this deeply into someone's eyes if you're in love, and if it feels a little weird, you're doing it right. A lot of the time, your body will begin to find ways to dissipate this feeling. You'll fidget or want to chat it out. You'll flick your eyes about or take baby steps back. These are all covering devices, and once you notice one and remove it, something else will often replace it because your body is built to find ways to survive better. Just take notice and clock when you do these things because they don't help us cultivate energy or absorb. Then, while still maintaining eye contact, drop your jaw. 
Not so wide and forced open that you're making a lion's mouth, but enough that it's relaxed and I could pop something like the end of a pencil in there. Leave it relaxed. This makes us feel vulnerable because your jaw is never like this when you're in survival mode. You tense up when your boss yells at you, or when someone cuts you off in traffic, or when you receive unexpectedly bad news. It stops things from getting in and getting out. It's tense, tense, tight, and it doesn't let emotion move through your body as fluidly. So drop it. Relax that face, that jaw, those eyes. And when you feel that seed of emotion from your partner's eyes, take it in and ride that wave. This practice of absorption can evolve over time, all the way to taking physical steps and breaking or contracting space with your partner to see how that feels, to finally speaking, etc. But this, this stillness, it's a great place to start because it isolates the smallest microcosm of a moment on stage without having to juggle all the balls of scene work. Only you know if you're letting yourself feel to your full capacity, if you're letting your partner in. But I promise this muscle gets stronger and stronger every time you do this. It's kind of wild. The second way to practice is from the outside in. Physically, change your shape, go through actions in your body, and see how it changes the inside. If you want to enter it from this way, put your body in motion and allow those feelings in. It still shocks me how much slumped shoulders, head fully down, staring at my feet can make me feel like Charlie Brown, ashamed to exist. And don't be afraid to take it slow. Sometimes that's great and allows emotion more time to hop on the train. At first, you may feel unaffected or uncomfortable, and you'll catch yourself pushing it away, trying to protect yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. We move through a scary world, and sometimes in life, these protections we place on our emotions help us. They help us to survive. But also, I don't know, we're all going to die. There's no avoiding it. So protecting yourself only goes so far. You may as well learn to surf your emotional wave and enjoy how interesting and weird this journey is. Our ability to be happy lies in our capacity to delight in details. So take it all in, the good and the bad. Tara Brock in Radical Acceptance says, pain is not wrong. Reacting to pain as wrong initiates the trance of unworthiness. The moment we believe something is wrong, our world shrinks and we lose ourselves in the effort to combat the pain. I love that. I'd venture to change pain to sensation. Sometimes we're afraid to feel good changes too. Being human is a lot. Really, it's exhausting. Whew, I need a nap. Now that you're well-versed in absorbing, let me just say this, and I hope you truly hear me. Being in this body can be hard, so have some compassion for yourself. You're doing the best you can. It's all good. I love you. Knock, knock, heart. Ah, <sighs> yeah. 
I don't know about y'all, but I needed that. And even though I'm surprised that no paper towels were mentioned, not even once, I think we can all agree that that's probably for the best. And Natasha Blakely is the founder of Storm Chaser Improv and is coached and taught at many different improv schools in Utah and Los Angeles. You can follow her directly on Instagram at Anatasha Blakely. Today's episode of Storm Chaserology was edited by Jacob Sorling. Thank you all so much for listening to our show. And a huge, huge, huge thank you to the folks who have rated and reviewed the podcast. Not only are you helping us get our podcast in front of more ears and making it easier for us to woo certain guests, it's also doing wonders for our ever so fragile egos. We just really need your love and your approval. Play it cool, Travis. Play it cool. You can rate and review us if you want to. It doesn't even matter to me. If you want to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, go right ahead. But I don't even care if you do that or not. As always, you can connect with us on Instagram at StormChaserImprov or hit us up via our website, www.StormChaserImprov.com. And if you want to see us do some improv instead of just listening to us talk about improv, we perform live on our Facebook page every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at facebook.com backslash stormchaserimprov. And lastly, we're looking for sponsors, folks. For a limited time, you can sponsor an episode of the Storm Chaser Improv podcast show for just $5. Now, as I leave you, let me share some words of wisdom from my mom. Remember who you are? Make good choices. And don't forget that the Holy Ghost goes to bed at midnight. Now go chase a storm. Thank you for listening to the Storm Chaser Improv podcast show.